This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good to have you with us here on this Wednesday afternoon. It's our open lines, open ideas, open opinion program. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. Whatever's on your mind. We want to hear from you. And I can update a couple of things on our newscast that we just heard from Deanna. Actually, they have just told us that they have found uh, the woman who was missing. Ms. Badger uh, from Blaine has been located safe in the Seattle area. So she's good to go there. And um, also I-90 now open. Eastbound's been closed for much of the day there on the other side of the hills over there past Ellensburg. 30 vehicle pileup. That'd be scary to be in one of those. You don't know what's coming behind you, and all of a sudden these trucks and other vehicles just come flying in at highway speeds and not knowing what's right ahead of them and slam on the brakes. They slide into each other. Just that's scary stuff. And at this point, I don't know if uh, there were injuries uh, involved in that. You've got to think, but um, hopefully everybody who was involved in that uh, pileup over there on I-90 early today is safe. But um, I don't have details on that. But the, the freeway is once again open as the uh, investigation and the cleanup lasted most of the day. Uh, but, um, yeah, some some scary stuff. And then, uh, well, we got what uh, right-wing group plotting the overthrow of the German government. Hmm. Yeah, that made me think. Back in the day, back in the 60s and 70s, what are a bunch of lefties, a bunch of communists? They were plotting to overthrow all these governments in Europe and Central America, South America was, you know, was just revolution everywhere. It was leftists. Well, now they've kind of taken a back seat to the right-wingers, it seems, that are plotting the overthrow of governments and um, that sort of thing, kidnapping governors and and, uh, assaulting capitals. But just a a thought that uh, I had. Interesting discussion that we had yesterday about um, gender and um, same-sex marriage. Now today, the Supreme Court hearing arguments on this case, and it's a little bit gets into the weeds a little bit about uh, election law. But uh, some states, I guess North Carolina in this case, is challenging uh, the idea that state courts uh, can in any way affect how a state uh, legislature, uh, the rules a state legislature sets for national or federal elections. That's how I understand it, that uh, North Carolina claims, uh, or the, the North Carolina legislature claims uh, that's controlled by Republicans, claims that they have the, 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 the right and the reason under the uh, Constitution to lay all the rules out for how elections are conducted, at least for federal offices, and that would include president, of course. And uh, so they can gerrymander till the cows come home and basically say, this is when you can vote and you can't vote any other way other than what we say, and, and uh, the courts don't have any, any say over that. And then uh, the concern is, too, that then uh, they might, you know, the courts would have a say on how state elections are run. So would you have different districts? It just it gets pretty crazy. But anyway, uh, just some ideas about uh, some topics that uh, are open to discussion. But every, anything is fair game here on KGMI Connects. And let's get started with Bruce. Bruce, we didn't have time to squeeze you in yesterday, so I'm glad you called. Yeah. Hi, Joe. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'd like to uh, talk a little bit on taxes today. Okay. Uh, you know, the, our gas prices have come down because of the market conditions. It wasn't because of Biden at all. Biden, I'd like the president would like to have that that kind of power, but he does not. Okay. Well, so can I he, really he quick? It, can I ask you though? Did he did he cause them to go up in the first place? Uh did he, did he cause them? No, not okay. at all. All right. Okay. Not at all, but it is his job to bring them down. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the inflation. 
All right. Uh-huh. Not, the the markets do it, but he he has tools to implement it. But anyway, I wanted to talk about gas prices. But I think they're about three eighty one a gallon right now in Bellingham. Uh-huh, the and, average, uh huh. The average. Yeah, on the average. And uh, we have a tax going into effect on in January. Well, about $0.49 cents a, a gallon. No, that's there's not a tax that goes into effect. What goes into effect is this carbon tax law. It, but there's not a there's not a automatic gas tax that will go into effect or fuel tax. But the the and I don't remember what it's called, but this law that is aimed at reducing carbon emissions, basically kind of a cap and trade type of law. Uh, where and then where companies or polluters and some of those would be, as I understand it, would be like our uh, f- uh, fuel refineries would pay for carbon emissions, car- pay um, a, a tax on carbon emissions. Now the 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 assumption is that that will cause an increase in uh, gas, t- you know, the price of fuel that we pay. But there's not an automatic gas tax going into effect. Okay, so. When when you had uh, Rick Larson on, and he said that corporations do not pass along taxes, then he's wrong. Well, we'll have to see, I guess. Okay. <laughs> my my research tells me that there's going to be an increase in the gas prices, uh, fifty about fifty. I think it's exactly forty nine cents a gallon. Okay. Uh, and that is, from my understanding, uh, and I just went on there today, but I, what the what I was reading may have been bogus. I'm not sure. But anyway, in addition, uh, I didn't know it, but uh, spending in Washington State by the government has doubled in the last 10 years. Uh, I think their budget for the 22, 23 years is 286 billion. Okay. And we have we have a 15 billion dollar surplus. So I propose when I uh, become governor to give <laughs> to give all taxpayers uh, a portion of that 15 billion in surplus. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, just okay. div- divvy it up to to all the taxpayers in the state. Exactly. All right. Okay. Well, and there are ways to do that too, I guess, by cutting taxes or cutting specific taxes. But all right, Bruce. You, you bet. He could. He could. They could. The legislature could uh, cut the uh, sales tax by one percent or so. All right. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll look for that proposal when it. When when we address you as Governor Bruce. Okay, and I'm going to get back to you if my gas goes up uh, 49 cents on in January. Okay, I'll I'll okay. yep I'll expect the call because I'll okay. be paying it too. All right, thanks, okay, Bruce. Bye. Good to hear from you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that, I was just looking here online. Um, KREM uh, says you know they 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 posted. Uh, uh, just uh, uh, an analysis of this, and uh, it's there's a new carbon offset fee that goes into effect on the first of January, but there's not a gas tax that takes effect. Um, so I guess we'll have to see. As as Bruce points out, that that uh, it, and many folks uh, assume that um, that will be passed along to us consumers. Let's go to Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou. Howdy. Yeah, I heard uh, you. I think it was you speaking earlier. Saying that Germany is reporting there was an attempted coup. Up, yeah, like something. I guess it could be called a coup. And um, the uh, uh, they reported our mainstream media press uh, reported it as a right wing coup. However, if these are uh, people trying to revive Adolf Hitler's National Socialist Party, then you could more correctly call it. A leftist coup, uh, an extremist socialist coup. Okay. And what happened in Germany in in the 30s was this one party took complete control of the country, the National Socialists, and then with 
they married themselves to the corporations of Germany, and and that is what became the fascism that we know. Mm-hmm. And here in the United States is a curious trend. We're going toward one-party rule, socialist-democrat rule, and they're making an alliance with large corporations such as Tim Cook's Apple, Zuckerberg's Facebook, and they're manipulating the news in such a way as to consolidate their power, not unlike what the National Socialists did in Germany in the 1930s. So I just want people to be aware that history repeats itself, and it looks like it's repeating itself here in the United States. We are entering back into the 30s, a very dangerous 1930s, a very dangerous time in human history. But we better wake up to the fact that the Chinese communists, a one-party police state, and uh, some of the other enemies of civilization and the United States are becoming one-party systems, and our country is evolving toward a one-party socialist police state as well. Look what happened to California, Washington, Oregon, when one party took control of those states. So, but you have the, you have other states that are controlled by one party, where Republicans control the the state legislature, the the governor's office, and and pretty much do yeah, but what not, they feel not, is right. They're not top down socialist, total control freaks. Okay. They are pro freedom, pro independence. Of the, the business world must remain independent from the government. When you have an alliance between the business world, the corporate world, and government, that's a form of fascism. Now, how, as they have, as they have in China, as they haven't had in Hitler's Germany and and imperial fascist Japan, a complete marriage between the ruling party and the corporations is fascism, and that's where we're headed. Okay, I don't know that I see that. Uh, marriage between even between Apple and the Democratic Party or or uh, Facebook. Um, we, Tim we got, Cook. Uh, okay, Tim well, Cook. Tim Cook can can be a member or you know vote whatever he wants, but that doesn't mean his company, the company he runs, is is tied to the Democratic Party uh, per se it's, or or vice versa. I mean, we've got a lot of captains of industry who are dyed in the wool Republicans. Um, Tim Cook is aligned with the Chinese Communist Party. He defends oh. it, and he helps them in their surveillance state. And Tim Cook has said publicly that he thinks the Chinese model is excellent. Oh. So in my book, hmm. that makes Tim, Tim Cook a, let's call him a burgeoning fascist. Okay. I, I Okay. All right. I, I, I haven't studied the uh, the writings or the, uh, the the thoughts of Tim Cook that closely, but um, eh, all right, Lou, appreciate your thoughts, and we'll take a quick break. We got other folks ready to go, and we'll get to them in just a moment. And we want to hear from you through as well, right here on KGMI Connects three six zero six seven six five four six four. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call Vibrant USA at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. Heating emergencies happen. When your house is freezing, you need help and make it quick. Contact Clean Air Heating and Cooling. Their trucks are ready to go with everything needed to repair your Lennox furnace, heat pump, or fireplace. This winter, keep Clean Air Heating and Cooling on speed dial for all your heating emergencies. Call or text 398-9400 for 24-7 repair service. When heating emergencies happen, count on the professionals at Clean Air Heating and Cooling, a Lennox dealer. Online at callcleanair.com. Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple concept. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. These days, the Dewey motto rings truer than ever. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the Dewey Griffin team are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Need a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin during the Subaru Share the Love event to learn about special ordering locally from Dewey Griffin Subaru. To build your own Subaru with all the new options you want and so 
support a dealership that supports our community. From the Ascent to the Outback, from the Forester to the Impreza, and the all-new Crosstrek, a Subaru from Dewey Griffin will get you and your family where you need to go. Safely. Dewey Griffin Subaru. Community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru-certified tire and service center in the county. During the Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee-selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. Honey, look what I brought home. Not a cat. You know I'm allergic. Well, you know what they say. When the cat's away, the mice will play. (laughs) Why didn't you just call Biobug? Have you had enough of playing cat and mouse? Biobug Pest Management is here to help. Whether you have rats or mice in your business, residence, or commercial building, Biobug is committed to providing a solution that's right for you. To learn more and get your free quote, visit Biobug.com. Biobug Pest Management. Service you trust, experience you expect. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. And um, let's go to John in Ferndale. Oh, John. Hey, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm just uh, still happy about last night. Uh, Reverend Warnock is such an amazing person. And, you know, I got to say Herschel Walker's uh, concession speech was... Uh, he was a gentleman. He was magnanimous. He hmm. praised the Constitution. And, you know, I mean, good on him. Um, Lou, no, I mean, Lou is trying to say that Hitler was too woke. <laughs> Hitler was a liberal, right? He, he, that's kind uh, of that's a, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, he had the that, That's nobody's, no one's interpretation, my friend. He was intolerant of of other racial groups and other religions. And I mean, come on, I I mean, whatever, but you'll never convince them. The thing is, in their minds, and I'm talking Trump supporters, in their minds, Trump was ordained by heaven. And because Trump is not in office, we are possessed by demonic, communist, Nazi, whatever. It's all one, one big bad. They can't get their brains around it, right? Um, another one who, who can't, you were talking about the, the Supreme Court with this insane, insane uh, case that they're doing where, where basically it, set, it sets up little fiefdoms with, with, uh, where state legislators are, are kingdoms where, the, where, where they you know, can just write whatever law we proclaim and no one can say nigh. <laughs> um, but Alito. Alito on this uh, on this case about the the web designer who doesn't want to do anything for for the gays, right? He in the oral arguments he talks he 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 poses this analogy, Joe, and you can look this up. Anyone anyone can just put it in Google. Alito Santa Claus uh, analogy. Okay. So he poses this, right? He says, okay, well, what if you have a Santa Claus who's white, he's in the mall, he's a traditional Santa, and a black kid wants to sit on his lap and tell him what he wants for, for Christmas. Now, he should be allowed to say no, theoretically. They hide it all in this, in this uh, you know, speech that they use, this legalese. And he says, on the other side, you have a black Santa Claus. And he has a white child who wants to sit on his lap. But in his analogy, Joe, he says the white child is dressed in a Ku Klux Klan outfit. Now, I don't know how long you've got to sit in legal school in, in, uh, in, in the, what do they call it, law school. How long you got to sit there and how many uh, supplemental courses you got to take to come up with an analogy like that, that somehow... Well, that black Santa shouldn't, he shouldn't be forced to tell that little Ku Klux Klan white child what they want, you know, what they're going to get for, for whatever, right? Okay. It's just so stupid. It's okay. so, so well, dumb, Joe. He's so dumb. This is Alito, <laughs> and he's part of this Catholic block that is going to, look, it's go time, baby. All you're right. going to submit, you're going to, you're going to bend the knee to their, majority 
And that's how it's going to be. And if you don't like it, you can lump it. And uh, it, it's just a scary future with lots of fights. And eventually we'll win. But it's going to be a bumpy ride, that's for sure. All right, John. Uh, we'll see how these uh, rulings come out. Uh, probably not till next June or something like that. But thanks for your call, John. And let's go to uh, Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Doing well. Yeah, thanks. Well, I wanted to make what I believe to be a correction. Okay. Uh, that that I've said this uh, on numerous occasions, but I'll try it again. Uh, the Nazi Party that Hitler headed was uh, officially known as the National Socialist German, <clears throat> excuse me, Workers Party, uh, but it was essentially in name only. They were a fascist party even when they first. Started out, I mean, right. they were right wing, not left wing. Mm-hmm. But they they used the the socialist workers in order to get workers to vote for them because uh, they'd probably get about twenty or twenty five percent of the vote. Uh, they had multiple parties back then too, but uh, they gradually uh, gained in popularity due to the depression, which that uh, made a big impact. But they were a fascist, a right wing fascist group, but. Uh, like the Axis was known as, as that, the, the right-wing uh, a, a collaboration, alliance, was between uh, Mussolini, Hitler, and Tojo, or the emperor, if he seemed like a nice guy toward the end of the period. Right. probably and, wasn't. And yeah, so, you're, you're right. And, um, I mean, they despised communists who were the yes. avowed leftists. Um, and I, and, yes. it, and you're right. This was a, this was a, and I mean, in every country, the right and left has its own definition. And in this case, it's, it's the right wing, you know, these, these yes. are, are, are right, right wing. Uh, and not to say that they're exactly the same as what we might consider to be right you know, rightists here in in the United States or in other countries, yeah. but in in Germany, I think it's fair to say that this was he, uh, he did cut wages too. Hitler cut wages, and he also this is according to Michael Prent, he cut wages and robbed from the poor to give to the very poor, and he supported and was supported in return by the industrialists, you know, who lived uh, pretty good lives uh, until the thing came crashing down. And which uh, well, there uh, is a word of caution though, because uh, well, and another word uh, of caution right is that is on the right. yeah, well, and he was a nationalist, and that's what yes. his, a big part of his appeal was was, and not to get into too much of this analysis of Nazi Germany, but I mean that it, he 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 played to the nationalist fervor of a of a people who felt defeated after World War One and felt that they were treated unfairly and and that. Uh, you know, here's you know, here's someone who's going to make you know make things good for Germany again and the German people. And um, of course, that that uh, you know only applied to specific German people. But um, yes, well, you should re- you should remember this that Goebbels, his uh, propaganda man, said that after the war said, "Of course, war isn't good for the common man. He gets all the troubles and none of the rewards." You know. And uh, so, but they used that patriotism up, uh, and the, uh, whatever else they were using, the uh, racism, whatnot, to whip up frenzy. And uh, they were a brutal state too. They they didn't treat uh, people very well, especially you couldn't really uh, oppose anyone after a certain point in there. But uh, I, I do believe that that's that, that's true. They uh, they were a fascist government. They didn't care about. They were against the workers, except. To send your your uh, son, giving your sons, and we'll keep uh, keep away from you. Just don't get into politics and all that. And so, I think we have to hopefully hold fast against something like that here. Although it may or may not happen uh, to to that degree. Hopefully, it won't happen at all. But to yeah. that degree, would be nightmarish. So, Certainly. thanks for letting me uh, talk, Joe. You bet, Jim. Yeah, always good to hear from you. Uh, we'll okay, take all right. Day. You too, and we'll take a quick break. We'll get other folks on the line. We want to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind, three six zero six seven six five four six four is our phone number here at KGMI Connects. 
Enjoy your retirement at Meadow Greens, a retirement community offering warm, welcoming, independent, and assisted living apartments. Located on a premier golf course in beautiful Linden with panoramic views of green rolling hills and snow-capped mountains, Meadow Greens offers a fitness center, wellness programs, tailored social and recreational activities, and complimentary unlimited golf play with cart at Homestead Golf Club. One- and two-bedroom apartments with full kitchens are available, offering the freedom of eating in or enjoying a more social meal at the Outward Nine Restaurant or the Duck Hook Bistro. Then relax with a glass of wine with friends or cozy up next to the fireplace with a good book in the library lounge. Meadow Greens can also be of help when it's time to transition from an independent apartment to assisted living. Call Meadow Greens today to arrange a private tour at 354-8200 and online at meadowgreenslinden.com. The grass is always greener at Meadow Greens. Support the Boys and Girls Club of Whatcom County when you visit any local McDonald's restaurant between now and December 31st. The holidays are a time of generosity and good works, and now the McDonald's Smiles campaign makes it easy. Grab a bite to eat at any Whatcom County McDonald's and you'll be invited to donate to the Boys and Girls Club. Every dollar you give will support their important work, serving more than 400 young people a day in our community. Their after-school programs provide nutritious meals, help with homework, and other life-enhancing activities to kids who need it the most. And no child is ever turned away. This is what Jim Campbell, the owner of the Whatcom County McDonald's, has to say. We are proud to have supported the Smiles program these past 15 years and thank our customers and employees for their generous donations. Help create great futures for young people and our community. Stop in before December 31st at any local McDonald's and donate to the Boys and Girls Club. It's a great way to celebrate the holidays. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. We go right back to the phones and the Rambler in Custer joins us. Hi, Rambler. Uh-oh. That means, by the way, folks, those of you that haven't figured it out, nobody else is on the line. No, that's not true. You know I, I decided to go to you and hear your ramblings before we go to someone else. <laughs> I want to uh, explain. I have listened. I'm on the interweb now for okay. a while. Okay, good. And I have asthma, and I stayed out at the end, and I apologize for the people who I hope Joe at least hears some of the things I say near the end. Anyway, I'm just... You know, it is. I'm going to go off on a total tangent. The right and the left. Jim is right. You know, in so many, I agree. Right and left came from in the British Parliament back in the days. And to my right, they're speaking. You know, that's what. And then arbitrarily, we've decided later. Oh, left and right. It's. You know what? Listen to good ideas and laugh at bad ideas. Okay. But you know what? Recently, we have been. I'm thinking, you know, I'll tell you the truth. You got those guys from Portland; they're entertaining. Lose that other guy from Portland. Put Prager on for three hours, <laughs> delayed three. Give okay. Joe two, and if that is too big for Joe, which I understand, I've actually been behind the scenes, and I don't want to. Under, I don't want to explain. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if that is too big, here's a weird idea that came to me. Have like two guys like John and Rich or uh, Jim <laughs> and somebody else like me, but not me. Okay. But you like a uh, mystery science theater of them listening to the news all day yesterday. Okay. And you can do 20 minutes <laughs> and bleep it go. out. You know, FCC, I would be all right, but, you know, I think too slow and I pause too much which I do apologize for again. I realize 
darn, no wonder, you know what I mean? Your guest host one time, he's, oh, oh, actually two, and he didn't mean as soon as he's like, how many have you had today? It's actually, I'm on controlled substances. Uh-huh. If okay. I have two or three, I can't call. You go wacky, but, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I love you guys. Seriously, best show on radio. I love hearing from Jim and God, I just love hearing from people. Good grief. That other guy, LL, whatever his name is, you know, Lois Lane or anyway, All he right. never lets anybody make a point. I love you, buddy. All right. Thanks, Rambler. Appreciate your call. And let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's Joe today? Doing well. Yeah. Yeah, you were talking earlier about the the new tax or the cap and trade one of the callers is talking about. Uh-huh. And it's though it's not a directly a tax, it will affect our bottom line. And the one thing that I find a little perturbing is it's the quote-unquote going after big polluters. Well, Joe, I'm sure you and I both put gas in our car, so that we're the polluter. It, but we're not; they're not coming directly after us because it's easier to go after a corporation. There's only so many of them. Where there's citizens, there's a lot more. You know, a tax directly on the citizens is a little bit unpopular. They can put it on the big companies and that's people will vote for that because oh you're the big company the evil big company evil big oil you know so it's it's going to affect us one way or the other and i guess we will find out in january i mean if you look at december 31 january 1st it goes up 50 ish cents well that's what it did. that's what it was it was that you know they know what this is going to cost them they have bean counters these corporations when a new tax comes along it's not a surprise it, they talk about it six months to a year in advance, and all these corporations have their bean counter uh, secretaries and tax accountants. They right away determine what that is going to cost them. They know within probably a month because that's their job. They're defending the money of the corporation, you know, saving every penny they can. Uh-huh. And so when it does come into effect, they know exactly how much they got to raise their price to compensate. So the, the theory that, yeah, you pay the tax on the profit, that's true. But they've known ahead of time what it's going to cost them, and they appropriately raise the price probably before the tax is even in effect. Well, that's, see, just, what, that's just what businesses do, Joe. That's but, how it works. Well, I don't know about that, that it's automatic. You know, and I, this kind of – my life this, on it, this, Joe. This, that this, is exactly how it works. Well, I'm not going to guarantee my life on it because, no, I don't think that's <laughs> – they don't automatically say, okay – it's going to cost us going to cost the X number of dollars by the end of 2023. So, you know, by golly, January, we're kicking the price up. For one yep. thing, it would it would require collusion within the industry, which is illegal. They no. can't sit there and, and, and communicate with each other. How much are we going to kick up the price here beginning January 1st, everybody? No, here's the no, thing. Wait. Now, let me – but I just want to make this point, though. And this is what I told yeah. to Jim, our, our resident uh, – socialist the other day when he was talking about capitalism and how it's um it, you know it's geared that you know that it's geared toward uh you know the costing you know the, you know doing business you know paying people as little as possible charging as much for your product and i and that i is, said well that's, yeah, that's true that's well but true. but yeah. the bottom line is that 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 does that not all participants in the capitalist system do that I mean, well, there are examples that, of Joe. there are examples of of those that do, but there are examples of of employers, of industries, you know, of you know companies the, that that do exactly the opposite to say we're going to invest in our workers. Are, we're going to. I can give you two good examples of those who do and those who don't. Monopolies do that. Good co- companies with competitors and competition, healthy competition, cannot do that okay. because the competition will go lower to get the business. But monopolies like this Safeway, Kroger, Albertson merger, very bad. That well, that is allowing a monopoly, which then they can control the price and literally charge almost whatever they want because no one else is competing with them. But there are other companies competing with them, and that's what they're trying to deal Three with. And I'm not I'm not defending that many. merger. I'm not saying that right. it's necessarily a good thing. But there or are bad. there are WalMarts, there are Costco's, and I mean, if you look at uh, you know you look at Costco, there's a company that said we're going to pay uh, you know good living wages, uh, family wages to our workers. We're going to give good benefits, and, and we're going to give good good quality to you know to but and good is, prices to people. But there's one thing Costco doesn't have. They don't have a lot of choice, and they don't have small quantity. It's a good deal, and it's only for a short time it's gone. So Costco's great to a point, 
but they don't have the choices like, say, Walmart would have, and you can't buy in smaller quantities. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. They can do whatever they want, and it's a useful place, and everybody loves it. But right. they're a but, different business. But see, no, well, but my point is they're still a retail business in within a capitalist system, and they have not ascribed to this this uh, concept that we just have to, we, you know, we have to tighten the screws on everybody, and including our workers, including our, our you know, those who shop in our stores, do everything we can to milk every cent out of everybody. And, you know, that's which is the idea that many have about the capitalist system. But there are those who flourish within the system who don't do that. And I think because and, and, and the same just to assume that because this ga- this tax is going to be uh, levied on polluters, that they'll automatically turn around it and just throw it on. I mean, we'll guarantee. we'll likely we'll likely guarantee. pay something. We'll likely pay yes. something for it. But right. we won't that's pay 46 cents starting January 1st. Well, but smart people have figured out that number that that's their job to figure out, and they're smart. So, All right. well, I mean, it's reported on the news. Is the news wrong? Probably. Well, <laughs> it's, it's not reported in the news. It's reported yeah, by uh, – there are – I mean, if you look at uh, the Washington Policy Center, and that's a, right. that's a special that's a special interest organization. That's not a – that's it's a conservative organization, and that's what they're they estimating. Say. A lot of things are estimates; right. they don't know for sure. Uh-huh. But yeah, well, some we, we will knows. find out. Yeah, we'll find out, and then, like I said, I'll like I told Bruce, I'll I'll be ready to take your call when when we see what happens. All right. And as far as Biden being responsible for things or not, mostly he's not responsible for the fuel price. But there is one thing that he did do affected at the beginning of his administration is canceling the pipeline because. That is reducing a future supply and a future market because it's not able to get to its port. And that killed a lot of the Alberta oil projects. And I know Trudeau was very upset about that. When that happened, there was news stories about Trudeau. I mean, that just totally killed parts of their economy, just killed it dead. So that's that's not – but that's fulfilling a campaign promise because that's what Joe Biden has been in D.C. for 50 years. He is one of the very best promise fulfillers ever. That is why he is still there, and that is why he's president, because to operate in the extremely corrupt Washington, D.C., you have to be a man of your word to the people who give you money for your election, and he is very good good at that. Okay. All right, Rich. Thanks for your call. Um, Well, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back in two minutes. We'll hear from Michelle, from John, and we'll have time to take your call, too. 360-676-5464. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call Vibrant USA at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. You need a job? Go to HireMeWad.com. HireMeWad.com is cast. Cascade Radio Group's hyper-local job board. It's free and easy to use. Just go to HireMeWad.com for the latest job openings and offers. You can apply right there. HireMeWad.com is available 24 hours a day. Check back often. New jobs are posted frequently. Don't see what you want? Post your resume and let prospective employers find you. HireMeWad.com, the go-to job board for Northwest Washington. HireMeWA.com, your new job awaits. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday. Right back to the phones, and Michelle joins us. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Before I comment on uh, 
the um, nonsensical nature of conflating the Nazis of the 30s in Germany with the current left-wing Democrats, um, <laughs> that's just too far afield almost even begin to conceive of. I just wanted to say, with all due respect to Rich, whom I have great respect for, he is totally wrong when he says, I don't think he quite means it this way, but sexual orientation, such as I'm a gay woman, is not a choice in any way, shape, or form. I would have loved to have had to have been a straight woman because I would have had one heck of a lot more choices in life and, you know, less bigotry and a lot of other things that I don't have time to go into. But all I can say is that you can, the only thing you control is, you know, how you behave, how dignified you are, all this stuff, and also, you know, to avoid hitting on the wrong people, such as married women, if you're gay, a gay woman, or uh, married men, if you're a gay man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, so the idea is that behavior, yeah, that's a choice. The only thing is that if you are oriented to the same sex, if you didn't have sex, uh, I mean, you didn't have a, a partner of the same sex, you would be treating the other person terribly if you married that person. That would be the worst thing you could ever do. For me, if I ever married a man, it would be horrible for that poor guy. And I'm not a horrible person, but, you know, well, I yeah. have zero I love men as friends, but I have no feeling for them as, as uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, bed partners. And it's just, to me, uh, the whole thing is just nonsensical. Oh, by the way, one more quick point. Okay. Indonesia's parliament in the New York Times, they had an in-depth story about it. They banned all sex outside marriage, including, uh, you know, same-sex couples, uh, people living together who aren't married. Their, their, their country now is going to be strictly uh, one man, one woman for sex in marriage. Oh. Now, we'll see how that goes. But yeah. the, the article in New York Times was fascinating, and we will see. It'll be interesting to – I don't know. I don't think it'll work, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> talk anyway, about, about Hitler. <laughs> talk Hitler about speakeasies, you know. You think about <laughs> prohibition. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. I, I thought of that, too. Uh, in Germany in the 30s, uh, you know, after the United States and its allies defeated – you know, the Germans and their allies, the Ottoman Empire and other uh, other allies at the time, um, you know, in the end of the war in 1918, uh, the Treaty of Versailles treated the Germans abominably. I mean, this was this was a totally I'm not defending the Germans. I'm just saying that there was a totally different kind of situation during World War One than it was in World War Two. Mm -hmm. I'm not defending anybody in the United right. States basically saved the world by entering it. But anyhow, the point is that, uh, um, you know, Germany was treated so badly that the population just was devastated by inflation way over what we've been experiencing. And uh, there's, uh, you know, stories of Germans carrying wheelbarrows of cash in the stores. I don't know if that's apocryphal, but anyway, they're, they're trying to make the point that it was uh -huh. terrible inflation. And during the 30s, Hitler, you know, is a horrible human being, but if you've ever heard him speak, he had a way of captivating the kind of people who would follow him he uh -huh. was a very dynamic speaker. And the thing is, he uh, had published a book, Mein Kampf, which means my fight in German. And he had done a lot of horrendously bad things that, you know, there was all the historical stuff in the 30s. And, of course, he, he had a deep, deep abiding hatred for Jews and, uh, you know, gays, disabled people. I don't think he liked black people. There weren't many there at the time. I think Hitler was just the consummate racist. He yeah. was the white supremacist to beat all white supremacists. And we had no choice but to defeat him, because if he had developed the atomic bomb before we did, well, huh. <laughs> believe me, he wouldn't have hesitated to use it. Right, but anyway, right. okay. the point I'm making, I'm not worried about the left-wingers. Um, you know, I, you can't conflate. Granted, the computer firms may have, you know, had something to do with hiding the Hunter Biden laptop top story and all that. But the big thing is I'm not worried about conflating the businesses with the left-wingers. And, and I have, uh, you know, respect for both political parties to a point. But the thing that's the only thing that really scares me about the left-wing side of it is the fact that they're way too soft on crime. Okay. And the other, the other thing is 
that um, the left wingers, uh, many of them, I'm not saying all of them, and I'm saying all, I'm not criticizing all Democrats by any means, but many of the extremes do not believe in free speech. You know, they, they believe in their own politically correct speech, and that's it. Okay. And, you know, there have been many, many conservative speakers shouted down at colleges and other arenas. Well, that's enough for now, and all I right, just Michelle. wanted to. Uh, Thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you later. Well, you bet, you bet. And I think Michelle makes a good point. I think just to conflate any anybody in this in this current political climate here in the United States, definitely with Hitler, the Nazi regime. I think it's it's just it's uh, it's over the top, and it's it's patently ridiculous, and that goes for anybody. Uh, But let's go on to uh, Gary over in Victoria. Hi, Gary. Hey, Joe, how are you today? Very good. Very good. Thanks. Um, I originally was going to call because of uh, just an election observation that I thought kind of mirrored things in Canada. But then we can't, I mean, I can't let Rich say stuff that just is totally, I don't know. He needs to do his research. It's totally false. On which point? The oil. Okay. And then the Keystone XL pipeline, that that type of thing. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's it's such a red herring. I mean, Trump had. I mean, you guys already had energy, supposedly self sufficiency, as you called it, um, and there wasn't an ounce of oil flowing down that pipeline. So stopping that pipeline, which, as we discussed before, every drop would be shipped somewhere else because it's heavy oil, which you can't refine. Um, it, it's just, it doesn't affect, all affects is the oil company's profits, not how much gasoline costs. <laughs> just, it's just ridiculous. And Canada right now in Alberta is producing 537,000 barrels a day, more than it did as it, as it in its high. Hmm. Before the pandemic, so really? the Alberta oil, yes, it is. So it's, it sounds like it's doing well, doing doing okay. It, it has come right back, obviously. Okay. And, um, and so the, the election, oil that it produces, you said it's heavy oil, but it, it can still be refined into fuel, can it not? Most of it isn't, no, because the cost from from the from the like the bitumen. Which is the heavy oil that comes out of the uh, the tar sands, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the hugest amount of oil that we export. Yes, we do export some lighter crude, but probably eighty percent of what Canada exports is the heavy oil. And I mean, it's used in, and they use it for for producing. I mean, they did just open a new refinery in California. But it only handles like two hundred and twenty some uh, thousand barrels a day that they use because it's also a pavement plant, right? And heavy oil is used in the production of pavement. Okay. Hmm. So there's lots of uses for it, but it costs so much money to break it down to make it into gasoline. That's why light sweet and all that is the number one grade of oil. It's like the it's like, benchmark, right? Right. It's like, do you want a a grade A steak or do you want a grade triple A steak? You know what I mean? All right. Okay, Gary. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, but it hasn't hurt. In fact, Canada, I mean, I I know these, the election is over now. They don't have to keep ramming this home. The energy sector in the States, if they want to go look, just go to EAI which is a nonpartisan oil thing, they're already projecting that next year in the United States you'll produce more of your own oil than at the height of the 2019 uh, Trump era. So I wouldn't worry about it. And that's, yeah, that's what I've seen as well. But uh, all right. Right. I mean, you're already up up to 2.1 million barrels a day. And when you hit 2.4 million barrels a day, which they're expecting it by next May, you'll already exceed the the highest levels you've ever produced. 
All right. All right. Well, I appreciate the information, too, about uh, Canada and what's going on up there. Thanks, Gary. Uh, let's go to, uh, we got a couple of minutes left. John and Blaine's been holding on. Oh, we lost John and Blaine. Uh, darn it to heck. But, uh, well, we'll take a quick break and be back with more. We'll have time to take a call from you here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. The Ferndale Downtown Association is investing in both its history and its future by preserving and enhancing the history of downtown, fostering a vibrant community, and attracting quality businesses for Ferndale shoppers. Become a member and help increase the sustainability of Ferndale's local economy like these businesses. Flow Motion, an award-winning yoga sanctuary and healing spa, pioneering infrared hot yoga and salt halo therapy, as well as aerial yoga, massage therapy, and unique self-care treatments for total mind and body restoration flow motion located on 1920 main street in the carnation building fringe is the best worst and only brewery in ferndale enjoy your favorite brew at fringe family and dog friendly with rotating food trucks fringe is located at 56 43rd avenue the ferndale downtown association annual membership is just 100 for large businesses 50 for small businesses and 30 for an individual join today and play a role in making downtown ferndale a flourishing place to live and do business purchase your membership online at ferndaledowntown.com we're taking your calls live on kgmi connects 360-676-5464 and uh, quick before we go to the gym on this on over on san juan island um our previous caller gary uh EIA.gov uh, is the website or the agency that he was talking about the u.s energy information administration we want to look up our statistics on oil production and, uh, and and energy production here in the U.S. And uh, now we go to Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. I saw the shot and I took it. All right. <laughs> Good. I, just, I just wanted to say thank you and congratulations. You know, I've been listening to you, to you for, I think, over a year. And uh, it took me a while to be patient and listen to and you and everybody else. And I listened to the whole show yesterday because uh, I was driving. I could listen, but I couldn't you know, do anything else. So, uh, and I didn't need to say anything. I think everybody said it all. Most of all, one particular lady who said love, love, and, and Christians are loving. And if they aren't, I want to know why. And so God bless you and that lady. And, and thanks for doing such a great job. Well, thank you, Jim. I appreciate that more than I can tell you. Awesome, Joe. Have Uh, a good night. You too. I really do. And, uh, I mean, it's, um, I, I really, and it sounds kind of corny and hokey, but I really do consider it a privilege to be able to talk with uh, all of you here in, in this forum. Uh, it's uh, you know a short time that we have each day to to just talk about really anything, and I think it's just a it's really important for our community and uh, for us as individuals to to talk with each other about what's going on and and. I know my eyes are opened up and my 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 mind is expanded in a in a good way in a cool way man. So uh, that's all the time we have for today. We'll be back tomorrow with more KGMI Connect. So get those thoughts together and get ready to call and uh, hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday.